metronome. The metronome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a quick midweek episode of the Do We Think podcast. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Emily. And Hello. We have just watched um, The World's Little Blurry with Billie Eilish. Okay, I have to quickly say, um, watching it a second time, I had a completely different take. Um, and I'm glad I watched it a second oh. time. I, well, not a completely different take, but I don't feel, at the first time I watched it, I felt it was kind of jarring and I was like, I feel like she's not happy and I think this and that and I think her parents are like making her do it. I don't feel that way anymore, but, um, I still like worry about her and think that she like needs to make sure she takes breaks and stuff. But now we're here with Emily's take. Take it away, sister. Yeah, so after talking about it last week and what you were saying last week about, like, the family's pressure, I was expecting the family to play a much larger role in this than they did. I Mm -hmm. actually thought the family was pretty minor. Yeah. Like, throughout it all. If anything, I feel like they were a good influence on her. Mm. Um, And they were trying to keep her going, even though, like, it sucked at times and I felt like... She didn't want to keep going, and there were things that she had to do that she didn't want to do. Right. It just was. It was part of the contract that she signed, and I feel like they did what they had to do as parents and as you know Phineas. I think he was so great throughout the whole thing. Like I just feel like he's such a good no. The second person time around, journey with. I had like such like love for Phineas. The yeah. First time, I, the first time I was like, God, I like Phineas. The second time I was like, I love Phineas. Yeah, I think he was a gem. Yeah very positive attitude and like he pushed her to like work harder because he believed that she could do so much better mm-hmm. like really believed in his sister and I felt like that was so nice to see yeah I agree what else <laughs> oh oh I'm still going yeah oh yes there's a lot there's a lot okay I don't want to say there's a lot and people expecting like a lot but you know what I'm trying to say um so what I didn't expect was like this subplot of the Bieber influence. Oh, the Justin yes. Bieber influence was so prominent. Like you get this moment where she's in an interview and she's talking about Justin and how like when she was young she recorded this video basically like saying that she will never find love because there is no man that could ever fill the space in her heart like Justin Bieber can. And I once believed <laughs> Lord <Wait. laughs> I once believed not only once did I cry over Justin Bieber um, because I believe no one would love him as well as I could. <laughs> oh stupid. my god. But um, also flashing to the surface of my memory is when I cried over Nick Jonas at like 12 years old, 13 years old, thinking, again, no one could love him like me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now Why? I say Nick Jonas is too fresh for me. <laughs> Nick Jonas is fresh and bodied. Dod- Nick Jonas, I dodged a bullet from you. <laughs> and we're not talking fresh like... Fresh off the streets, like fresh vegetables, fresh eggs. Like you take, like we're talking like fresh, like sassy. you you are sassy and you have not been a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, he just like has attitude and is way too much of a serious soldier. I love that Nick Jonas has found his way <laughs> into this conversation. Okay, so anyway, yes, the Bieber influence. Continue. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really prominent. 
Um, and then in terms of like the darker side of the documentary, wait, I'm... we have to talk about how beautiful of a moment it is when she meets Justin Bieber. Oh yes, that was probably there was two parts of the documentary that I felt really overcome with emotion. Like I wanted to cry. I didn't cry, but I wanted to cry. You know. And it definitely was like when she was hugging Justin Bieber and he was stroking her back like it felt stroking, <laughs> patting. Does that sound sexual? I would have said like rubbing her back, like stroking. Is that weird? Yes. Is that like pornographic? <laughs> I mean, it's not like explicit, but it's like it... stroking one's back. Like <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> Weird. Is it not okay? Anyway, he was just rubbing. Bieber was stroking <laughs> her. Okay, how about rubbing her back? Yeah, like he was comforting her. But it was so beautiful. It was it so. Was. It felt so genuine. Like you see people and like celebrities meet, and it's like la di da. Like we're in this industry together, yada da. But I felt like a common sadness between, like a deepness, being like, yeah, this is like a tough job. Like it's really, really hard. But like. You've got this. I think he, like, roots for young... (laughs) My voice, hi. Um, I feel like he really, like, roots for, like, young people, like, coming up because, like, he, I feel like, really, in a lot of ways, faced, like, the worst of the worst that can come. Yeah. And I feel like he... There's, like, a deep empathy there for Billy. Like, him knowing that she loved him so much, but then also I think, like, he hugged her and, like, held her, like... You're going. You're on a crazy ride right now, and I know that you're starting to learn the darker sides, just like I did. And like, I just want to like hold you and hug you and like tell you that it'll be okay. You know. Yeah. But I, I definitely felt like, like there was like you had like the way the documentary was broken down was I felt like when you got to the middle, that was like the depth of like her sadness and learning about that and learning about, you know, all of her dark thoughts and the the. Gosh, like, the things that she would write in her journal and on her walls, like, clearly somebody who battles depression, like, I want to say almost every single day. Like, that's kind of how I felt. Um, At least that was my takeaway from the documentary. So, I feel like somebody like her, a celebrity like her, needs time for herself. Like, that's what was a big takeaway for me from this whole documentary was, like, she needs time for herself. Like, there comes a point when, like, you're working so hard, like... I never knew that she struggled with chronic pain, um, and that can just be such a burden on your life. And she's only 19 years old, so that whole element to this, I mean, it made me understand where her like pain can where it comes from, um, and I don't blame her for that at all. Uh, that's a really yeah. hard situation to be in. It's a really challenging lifestyle. Totally, and like I have like. Um, what's it called arthritis and like I literally like living in my house like going to the bathroom like walking over there was like hard for me like I can't imagine like having to keep going with like a tour and stuff like that and like entertain people and walk around and like be happy when it's so hard when you're physically like impaired yeah and like I'm always like somebody who he has like this underlying sorry my dog is trying to make her little bed she's trying to relax and she doesn't understand what's happening around <laughs> us she's like why can't i make my nest um what was i saying what was i saying um i said when you're in a lot of pain it's hard to like keep going oh okay and i was saying how like i always kind of go into the mindset not all the time but like sometimes when like 
celebrities are talking about like their struggles with fame like there's an undertone of me to go to like okay well you signed up for it but like at the same time like this is your dream and like this is what you want and like no one should like have to get to their dreams through a hardship so like I feel like this documentary opened my eyes to that that feeling of being like this is what you signed up for and maybe I don't really know if I agree with that anymore I mean I agree to it to an extent yeah but like I think there's, like, some downsides that you just, like, can't avoid, but also, like, like, you signed up for, like, the late nights and the long studio stuff, and you yeah. signed up for the scrutiny, but there's, like, a certain dark side of it that's, like, you know, that you didn't sign up for that just unfortunately comes with it. Yeah. Like, I think there's this, like, level of, like, you get to your dream, but then there's, like, you know, no person should have to struggle with, you know, like, breaking your ankle and having to keep, like, keep going with your work day or, like, you yeah. know, thing, or, like, having to sell the breakup and having to meet lots of people. Like, it's just, like, there are certain things that you signed up for the dream and you signed up for all that hard work, but you didn't sign up for the negativity, you know? Yeah. But I also felt like she was an extreme, like, people pleaser and a hard worker. Like, like, even the times when she was like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, she still would be like, but this has to be good. Like, I, I felt like she still pushed herself to have a really good performance. She yeah. even said to her audience, she was like, I don't want to give you guys a shitty performance. Like, I want to give you my best performance. And I think that brought it brought her to tears knowing that, like, she couldn't give them her best. Or, like, after her Coachella performance, like, she was so hard on herself and so hard on herself in, like, so many ways, which, like, I don't blame her being in the public eye. Like, of course you're going to, you know rip like you know break down all your flaws and mm -hmm. see them so clearly and other people just don't see that like through this entire documentary like I think she only sounded bad like once it's because her voice cracked and it was a it, it was meant to happen like in the documentary it's like a yeah. moment highlighted she always sounded so wonderful and I don't really listen to her music just because I don't know I just never have been like drawn to it but I definitely want to listen to it now and I think that she's a true talent. Like, her and her brother are so talented. So talented. I can't even believe it. And I think that they just deserve... They deserve everything that's come to them. All the good, all the good that's yeah, come their way. totally agree. What do we feel about, like, Billy going forward? Like, what... I remember, like, my initial takeaway was, like, is she happy and is she okay? And now I feel like, yes, she is happy, but, like, she needs to find, like, the balance of taking care of herself. Yeah, I feel, my takeaway was we went on this journey with her throughout this documentary from start to, to start to her Grammy wins, and I felt like when she got those Grammy wins, like there was this beautiful, it was like a beautiful moment that made you feel like these hardships and like pushing through the pain and having to do things you didn't want to do, like they were worth it. And I felt like it was such a great way to end this documentary because it left you feeling hopeful that like she can do this, she is strong, like she can, you know, that she is happy. You know, maybe yeah. not a hundred percent, maybe not happy every single day, totally. you know, maybe not even happy once a week. But like, I think that feeling for her, like you could just tell that it meant the world to her and it, it was really nice. Made me happy. It yes. made me feel like watching the documentary was worth it. Not that I, not that if that scene hadn't happened, I would have not liked the documentary. I still would have liked it, but like it told. Thank God she uh, won those Grammys because <laughs> I watched this documentary. No, I mean like it just told a really good story. And it made me so happy for her. And, like, mm -hmm. it made me feel like she, she was so deserving. Not that she would... Like, if she didn't win a single Grammy, I would have felt the same way. But it was just, like, a beautiful way to 
to tie things up. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about Billie Eilish as a person? So I think that, just like you said, she's so young. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is like acting so fresh because I've already told you. Um, but I think that she is young, like we talked about. So she's going to have really immature moments. And mm-hmm. I think that the, the camera did capture some of those immature moments, like when she didn't want to write or she didn't want to do this. And like, I get it. You don't want to do things sometimes when you're younger. And even when you're an adult, you mm-hmm. definitely don't want to do things. So oh, like, yeah. I get it. I definitely think the camera caught her having some like diva, like attitude, attitude with like her parents. But I think sometimes the attitude for me, it came from a place of passion. Like when she was trying to direct mm-hmm. the scene, like that, that came from a place of passion and that insecurities to be perfect. Yeah. So I, I understood that. I think we've all, kind of, at least... I, that's a trait that comes out of me sometimes. Totally, me too. You know, my like, you know, little attitude twang <laughs> comes out of the woodwork and it's like, I'm here. Um, what else was I going to say? There was something else um, about that. Oh, what, like when she said she didn't like songwriting, I really felt like that that wasn't true. It was just something she said out of a moment of stress and frustration because watching her write songs and watching whenever she like, got these lyrics perfectly timed with the melody or like whenever like she got like she like hit that beat or it just you could you could see that she was yeah. elated and um yeah that's my big I'm really happy that we watched it together and that I now have a new appreciation for it me too yay it's so inch I've never done the podcast sitting next to Jesse I'm excited to listen to this back and see if it's different, but it's funny because I can't look at her while I'm filming this because I'm not, like, I feel silly. Like, I feel like I have to look at the computer. No, I feel the same way. <laughs> Is that weird? No. And it's some behind the scenes for you guys. Yeah. We're just two girls sitting here not looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally looking at the computer. No, we made eye contact a couple times and I was like, this is nice. Oh, you did? Yeah. Now we're making it right now. Oh, we did. <laughs> See, is it kind of weird? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you so much for taking your Tuesday night with me. Of course. I was delighted, girl. Yes. Tuesdays with Jesse. Woo! All right. Until <laughs> next time, we are leaving you on red. On red. Perfect. <laughs> yes.